Welcome to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast presented by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, April Stearns. Each week for the next year, you'll hear an essay from our book read by the author. Igniting the Fire Within is a collection of stories of healing, hope, and humor, offering an insider's view into today's young breast cancer community. We compiled 50 essays for people diagnosed in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. There is medicine for each of us in these stories, whether you've been personally diagnosed with cancer or not. Wildfire stories in general, but especially the ones you'll hear from Igniting the Fire Within, are stories of transformation. Our storytellers experienced a shift in perspective as a result of something that happened to them. And the cancer diagnosis was not the thing that happened, or it wasn't the only thing. The cancer diagnosis was merely the catalyst for later changes that led our writers to understand deep truths about the world. Each one of them learned lessons that showed them what it is to live, not just survive, in the glare of cancer. We believe deeply that the stories that change us aren't so much about what happened as they are about what came next. And hearing those stories, true stories of transformation, that's what ignites the fire within each of us. A listener note before we dive in, cancer is a salty business and sometimes talking about it and the aftermath requires salty language. Listener discretion is advised. Today, I have the honor of reading on behalf of Mackenzie Lives. Mackenzie passed away from metastatic breast cancer before we had a chance to record together. Mackenzie was a painter and an illustrator. She also was a former landscape architect. She was diagnosed at age 21 with stage one triple positive breast cancer. And then when she was 27, her cancer returned and she was diagnosed stage four. The story that I am going to read to you today is called We Release. I cried my entire drive home this afternoon after a quick visit to a lab to get a pregnancy test just before a CT scan tomorrow. The CT scan is for the mapping for palliative radiation to my liver to help ease my ever-growing pain. Of all the five years of living with metastatic disease, The pain these last few weeks is beyond anything I've ever experienced and gaining momentum at a rate my poor soul is having a hard time keeping up with. However, my tears this afternoon weren't from pain, as they often have been lately. They weren't from sadness, as they often have been lately. They were just a release. A release because there's nowhere left to put anything anymore. You know when you feel like you just don't have any more room for it? For any of it, no room for the tumors in your liver that are pushing on your stomach and your diaphragm that make you not want to eat, make you violently vomit, unable to stand up straight when you walk, and unable to turn in the night without nearly knocking the wind out of yourself. No room for the tumors and the pleural effusion in your lungs that make each breath difficult and each coughing fit feel like it might be your last. No room for the tumor in your right eye that's turned your vision into a circus funhouse mirror and makes little things like trying to look through a telescope impossible and trying to see faces a complete joke. No room for the tumors in your ribs that fractured after a massage this past March that make you scared about the massage for tomorrow that you just booked for yourself 
But all of the room that you don't have for those big, ugly things completely pales in comparison to the lack of room that you have for that pain oozing and bubbling over, out of you, and thickening, laying itself upon the people you love. The people you love the most are hurting because you are hurting so excruciatingly. And you see them writhing in their own way because you can't do anything to take your pain away. And you can't do anything to take away theirs either, because it's all just out of love. So you sit in this cycle of love and pain. Your pain hurting them, their pain hurting you. Your love filling them, their love filling you. There's nothing more real than this absolutely profound emotional cycle. It's so hard to keep your heart open during it because it hurts more than anything that's ever hurt before. And it's more beautiful than anything you've ever imagined. And you sit in the mornings in prayer and meditation with the sun and tears soaking your cheeks, asking the universe to help you keep your heart open. And it's so big. It's so big that it's everything. It's everything and there is absolutely no room for it. Where do you put such a thing, such weight? It is so heavy. There is nowhere to put it. It's just there, and it's the whole thing. And once you've heard it, touched it, smelled it, tasted it, seen it, felt it, you can't forget it. You can't unexperience it. It's both haunting and freeing. It's dreadful and gorgeous. There's nothing to be done about it, but let it be. Let it exist in all of its bigness, its heaviness, its overbearingness. And that's what my release today is. Just tears for that, for all of that. Not to dwell in anything or fix anything or want anything or change anything. Just for the existence, for pain, for loving, for dying, for all that it is to be human, for watching the veil begin to lift from this experience into the next, for the release. And so release it did, and I did. And I feel lighter because of it. And I know I'll probably have to do it all over again tomorrow or in an hour or in a few minutes. And the cycle continues of the letting go and the allowing and the surrender over and over and over. Continuously, perpetually, it is the blessing and the curse of this metastatic fate. And oftentimes it feels like, okay, wow, I did it. I did the hardest thing I will ever have to do. I can't even count how many times I thought I did the hardest thing. So I changed the language from ever have to do to ever had to do. Because of course, harder comes and we soften. And harder comes and we become stronger. And harder comes and we fall. And harder comes and we plead. And harder comes and harder comes and harder comes, and we release. Thank you, Mackenzie. I'm April Stearns, and you've been listening to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn. Check us out at wildfirecommunity.org to order your copy of the book so you can read along each week. You'll also find our magazine and storytelling workshops there. Big thanks to our producer, Bill Smith of Shoe Production, and our production assistant, Monica Haro. 
make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. If you like what you hear, tell your best friend, tell your mom, tell your oncologist. I mean, really, tell everyone you know. Or head into your podcast app and leave us a starred review to help others find their way to igniting their own fire within. Fire within.